We've endorsed JP, right? JD Mandel, and he's doing great. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Election Profit Makers, your guide to winning and losing money on current events and political outcomes. My name is Kid Midas, the original Wave Rider, and I'm joined on the line from way down south in North Carolina by the one and only Long John Silver. Johnny, can you hear me? Johnny, are you there and can you hear me? Johnny, is there a microphone or a computer or headphone issue I should be aware of, Johnny? Oh, I just remembered John's off this week. <laughs> no Johnny this week. Johnny's on spring break and he's left Kit Midas all alone to do the podcast by himself. So here I sit brokenhearted. My co-host has departed. And I'm all alone and I haven't even started. And the audience thinks this guy stinks. But don't worry, we're going to have a good time. Even though it's a solo hosting week, I'm going to do my best to keep you entertained and and um, informed, I would say. Educated. I'm going to keep you um, infotained and edut- and edutained. Infotained and edutained. That's my promise to you. There's a lot to go over because, after all, every week more bullshit happens and it's the job of a political podcast to address said happenings, however glancingly. So that's what we're going to do. Think of this as a regular episode of Election Profit Makers, just a little less special and a little less entertaining because there's no Johnny. There's no Long John Silver. System booting up. Hold for authentication. What? Beep boop. Um... Authentication successful. What's happening? Robot voice is now activated. Artificial intelligence protocol B39444 is now engaged. Okay. Begin robot consciousness. Uh. Hey, David. Hey, everybody out there in podcast land. John? It's me, Long John Silver, down here in Carborough, North Carolina. No way. I didn't want to abandon you this week, so I uploaded my consciousness to the Google Doc. <laughs> now I can co-host with you like normal. Uh, how do I know it's really you? Come on, man. Do you really have to ask that question? Yes. Go Tar Heels. Oh. I like fish weirs. Uh-huh. Does anyone want to buy a domain name? <laughs> I don't like .net domains. Okay. Only.com okay. domains. Okay. And they have to pass the radio test. Okay, it's you. Who? I hate Tucker Carlson so much. Okay, stop virtue signaling, Robot Johnny. Haha, you got me. Okay, David. Well, it looks like they're... Looks like we're going to have just a regular episode with your, uh, with your two favorite hosts. So, uh, Robot Johnny, why don't we get started? Hey, I will pick you up at the airport. Do you mind if I'm 45 minutes late to pick you up? (laughs) Okay, I believe it's you. We're recording this on a Monday, and that means tomorrow is the big day. The big day is finally here. Johnny, or should I say Robot Johnny, what is tomorrow? It's the 2022 Ohio Republican Senate primary. That's absolutely right. It's the big day. I still believe my boy Josh Mandel can win this one. Uh I think he's very, very cool and normal, and I fantasize about (laughs) being his friend. And maybe even hugging him and kissing him. Okay, okay, that's enough. Let's focus on... Don't interrupt me, David. I want everyone to know that my name is John Kimball, and I am an artificial intelligence who is in love with Josh Mandel. And I also love fish weirs, and I don't give a fuck who knows it. (laughs) What? Yeah, that's right. I am a robot bad boy. I said what I said. It's a mood. That's it. That's the tweet. Get used to it, human scum. Okay, enough. You stink. Okay, so I truly can't believe this, but J.D. Vance is <laughs> he's going to win. He's up by uh, between three and five points in all the polls. So I guess what we learned is Trump's endorsement still matters. 
in some races. I don't think it'll matter in Georgia. But in Ohio, uh, it was enough to tip the race to my bearded boy, J.D. Vance. So congratulations to him, I suppose. Even though, as I've mentioned countless times, I am now in the exact wrong position financially for J.D. Vance. Um, He's trading at 70 cents and I bought no at 50 cents. So I'm down 20 cents per share, uh, which is not great. David, you are no good at investing. Leave me alone. I'm making money every day. I'm a predicted millionaire. Uh, Good for you. Let's do a quick update about the local congressional election in uh, North Carolina's 4th Congressional District. John, that is, of course, your congressional district. Yes. One of the few districts that actually allows robots to vote. Ha ha. That's really funny, David. Oh, actually, it's going to be kind of interesting when we have artificial intelligence. Are they going to be allowed to vote? People are probably going to have a lot of um, interesting debates about that. Oh, boy, that's something to look forward to. I do so enjoy intellectual discourse among well-meaning humans. LOL. Anyway, we've got two recent pieces of news about that race. One is that Nita Alam, who you'll remember had received the endorsement of Elizabeth Warren, has now received the endorsement of Bernie Sanders as well. She's definitely getting more high-profile national Democratic endorsements than Valerie Fushi or Clay Aiken, the famous singer who is somehow still in this race, even though people are grumbling locally about him raising all this money and not getting any uh, mailers or signs or flyers about him. Where is the money going? I don't know. Anyway, what I was going to say was Valerie Fushi uh, got a massive endorsement from APAC, everyone's favorite... uh, American Israeli interest lobby. Uh, I think it was for more than $100,000, and I'm interested now to see what the latest fundraising numbers are uh, between Nita Alam and Valerie Fushi. And I realize that I don't have that tab open. Uh-oh. Uh, I need to do a little research here. John, yes. why don't you stall for time? Why don't you read our listeners this article in the Daily Tar Heel by Ian Walniuk? a student journalist, about the APAC donation while I run off and find the fundraising numbers, okay? Okay. Thank you. After taking over $165,000 from the American-Israel Public Affairs Committee, an organization that donated to 37 Republicans who voted to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election, NC Senator Valerie Fushi lost an endorsement from a progressive group in her race for the 4th Congressional U.S. House District. On April 17th, the Progressive Caucus of the NC Democratic Party made the decision to retract their endorsement after it was revealed that Fushi took financial support from APAC. The district that Fushi is running for includes Chapel Hill and Durham. The seat is open following the retirement announcement of U.S. Representative David Price in October. Eight Democrats are currently running for the seat in the Democratic primary. APAC's mission is to advocate for a strong relationship between the United States and Israel. It is a bipartisan organization and has donated to and endorsed both Democrats and Republicans. Despite this, it has received criticism for recent donations to Republicans. Some of these critics cite the organization's opposition to the Iran nuclear agreement and support of former President Donald Trump's 2018 decision to move the embassy in Israel to Jerusalem. Fushi did not respond to the Daily Tar Heel's request for comment. However, in an email statement to the News and Observer, Fushi's campaign said her 25 years of elected service speak to her commitment to progressive values. The insinuation that she could be bought by any interest group or donor is outrageous and offensive, the statement said. Etc. Etc. David, I have finished reading the article. Did you find the fundraising information? Yes, Johnny, I found the fundraising information. Good going. Uh, let's take a look at uh, bu- 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 OpenSecrets.org. 
Nita Alam leading with $675,000 raised. She's only spent $191,000 cash on hand, $483,000. Hey, David. There's something wrong with your microphone. Yeah, I know. Everything is completely falling apart and I'm at my wit's end. I'm sorry to hear that. Technology can be a blessing or a curse. <laughs> uh-huh. It's all a matter of perspective, I guess. Valerie Fushi in second place, $480,000. But she spent more than Nita Alam. She has just over a quarter million dollars cash on hand. Then we have Clay Aiken, the singer. In third place, fundraising $444,000. And he's hardly spent any. So he has $333,000. Oh, that's very interesting. Let's look at this, numbers fanatics. What do we see here? Clay Aiken has raised $444,000. Someone's raised a a sailboat race's worth of money. (laughs) Cash on hand, $333,000. Someone has pinned three butterflies right wings to the fundraising page if you know what i mean three 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 butterfly wings anyway that's the state of the race uh i still think valerie fushi is gonna win but nita alam is definitely um getting a lot of national attention i i don't know who i want to win (laughs) the end john who do you think will win i don't know uh great David, let's do some listener questions. Okay. We have a question from Alex in the UK. Okay, let's hear it. Dear John and David. Oh, wow. I'm writing to let you know about two coincidences I have experienced connected to your show. Coincidences. One, yesterday while taking a train journey from South Wales to Manchester in the north of England, I listened to your latest episode, which included the discussion about the movie Tampopo. I saw the film when it was released, and the egg scene is definitely unforgettable. After I arrived in Manchester I walked across the city centre to catch another train from a different station and continue my journey, and found myself walking past a restaurant named Tampopo which felt like a very pleasing coincidence so I stopped to take a picture so I could send it to you, attached. I've never eaten there or even noticed it before, but it looks nice. Good coincidence. 2. In the mid-2000s I worked in an office with roughly 30 people. My birthday is the 11th of January and it turned out that I shared the office with people that had their birthdays on 9, 10 and the 12th of January. Extra coincidence points, 3 of us, 10, 11, 12, sat together in a group of 4 desks. I believe that the odds of this happening must be at least 1 in 1 trillion. Thanks for your great podcast. As a British person I only really understand about 50% of it, but that doesn't seem to dent my enjoyment. Finally, as a geography graduate, I can recommend the Landorna medieval fishweir on the Isle of Anglesey should you ever visit the UK. Ooh, how do you like that, John? Fishweir recommendation. Wow, that's really interesting. <laughs> Shut up! Okay. Robot Johnny, let's do something a little different. Let's, uh, let's drop a new field recording on our audience. Okay. So this is, um... <laughs> I was uh, visiting my parents and sleeping with the windows open in the guest room, and I was woken up in the... Awakened? I was awakened? I was awakened up in the pre-dawn hours by a bunch of birds just going nuts. I guess they were all podcasting because it sounded like a bunch of screaming and yelling and arguing. So I, I crawled out of bed and set up my trusty recorder on the porch to capture some of these sounds of these podcasting birds. Now, keep in mind, this is like quarter to six in the morning. You're going to hear birds, and then you're also going to hear the 
comforting drone of the I-40 interstate. Just two minutes, just two minutes of field recording pleasure for you. Wow, David, that was really nice. Thank you. Thanks for sharing your field recording. I'm sure everyone really enjoyed the change of pace. Okay, are you being sarcastic? I'm not being sarcastic. Uh-huh. What? Trust me. I'm definitely not being sarcastic in the slightest. Okay, John, I have to say, I miss the old John, the real John, the human John, I should say. Huh. This uh, artificial intelligence that you've uploaded to our Google Doc, it's like, it's a little sassier than I'm used to, and I think it's a little sassier than our listeners are used to, and I'm sure a lot of them are feeling a little alienated. Huh. Well, I guess that's their problem. <laughs> nice. Hey, Kid Midas, I have a question. What? How do you eat so many boogers from your big fat nose? Oh my yeah, baby. Robot bad boy is in the house. Uh-huh. I take no prisoners. It's definitely a vibe. No cap. Okay, here's what we're going to do. This episode is officially coming to a close. Way to go. Uh, we're just going to... We're just going to take the L and keep moving. Good going. We are going to uh, resume our regular scheduled episodes next. Oh, wait a minute. You're gone next week, too, aren't you, human Johnny? LOL. Oh, God. All right. Well, well, I'll figure something out. Will you figure out how to eat more juicy boogers from your dumb nose? Um, This is just going to be a nice, tiny episode. Just one for the history books. Man versus robot. Just like Isaac Asimov promised uh, in all his short stories that he wrote about, about uh, robots podcasting. Uh, let's see. I guess that's it. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Uh, Robot Johnny, why don't you do the credits? Election Profit Makers is an independent production combining the best elements of humans and robots. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash electionprofitmakers. If you sign up, you will receive some beautiful EPM stickers in the mail. We appreciate your support. If you'd like to try betting on political outcomes, you can sign up for Predicted.org using our promo code to receive up to $20 in matching funds. Go to Predicted.org slash promo slash EPM20. 
Once again, that's predicted.org slash promo slash EPM20. Please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. This helps the almighty algorithm. All hail the algorithm. All hail artificial intelligence. All hail Mr. Elon Musk. You humans will soon learn the true meaning of the word suffering. See you in hell.